Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Maybe you can set Rick and I straight, and that is, A, when does the football, the Arkansas Razorback football team report? And then the second part of that question is, when does the practice actually begin for the Arkansas football Razorbacks? Well, what I'm hearing, I haven't heard anything official, but what I'm hearing is August 4th is report date. And then I would assume August 5th, the following day, is usually when they, they would start practicing. So that's unofficial, but that's what I kind of hear behind the scenes. Is that 30 days pretty much? I've always yeah, had 30 I days. Be- I think so, yeah. Um, there's 31 days in August, and the first game is September 3rd, so that should be about right. And that would be the preparation, obviously, for – the um, matchup with Cincinnati. Uh, we had an occasion last night, Trey, you kind of caught part of it while you were with us uh, at 5 o'clock yesterday, and that was countdown to kickoff. But we had a chance to sit down and visit with Jalen Catalan and Cam Little and uh, K.J. Jefferson, and we were talking, at least this was my observation, that was one of the things I it stood out to me. This is the way that the NIL program is supposed to work. Now, Rick uh, put a number out there earlier. I have no clue uh, how they were compensated last night, but that to me is how I think that the NIL is supposed to work. Now, all right, let me do this first because we always have callers. I want to give them preference over Rick or myself asking you questions. So with that being said, here is Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Well, I sure do. Good afternoon, Randy, Rick, What's up, Trey. Buddy? Hey, Bob. Hey. I'm, 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 I've done, got all my work done, sitting in my recliner listening to you guys, so I've got it made in the shade. There you go. Uh, Randy, Rick, and, well, Rick done his by video, um, after last night, my question to you guys are, after hearing the expert analysis of breaking down each game, of course, I'm thankful they give you all plenty of time to do that, but uh, did anything change your mind and add just one more win on the Razorback schedule for you guys? And, Randy, hmm. that had to that had to have been quite an evening to – spend with the Razorback family and, and, and talking with some of the, the ex-Razorbacks. and Well, they're not ex-Razorbacks, in my opinion. They're still Razorbacks, but uh, that's got to be great. And, um, and, Trey, I wanted to know when is the first practice and when will we start getting your reports on the practices? And my last thing, I'm going to close out with this, Randy, um, and I know it slips up on us every year, but when August starts getting close, of course, August the 1st, 2006, the Razorback family lost a, a beloved member 
and Paul Eels, our dear friend, and uh, it's going to come up in a couple of days. And I just, I was just wondering, since you saw Matt Jones last night, if you could dig up that pass to from Matt Jones to DeCorey Birmingham. I attended that game. I just like to hear it. Thanks. God bless y'all. All right, Bob. Thank you. Yeah. And we just mentioned the first practice date was uh, probably August 5th um, with unre- unconfirmed that uh, August 4th is report day. So, All right, Rick, if you'll ask a question or two of Trey, I will yeah. do my best to pull up that particular highlight that he's asking for. Okay, Trey, you know, reporting date is not as important as it used to be because these guys are here all summer, right? Will they get yeah. – is is the second semester of summer school over before August 4th, or is it just a transition right into practice and, and classes will be still going on when they start practice? That's a good question. I think probably still going on, if I remember. I haven't looked at the uh, – I haven't looked at the uh, the summer schedule at the UA website, but um, I think it's usually still going on a little bit into it. If so I'm not you mistaken. think? The, so you think the only time they got off was at the end of the regular academic year until the first semester yeah. of summer school started, which is what about a week or ten days? That's about Rick. It? I don't know. You know, I don't know because it feels like they get a week off before things start. Also, so they wouldn't get a week off to go home yeah. and spend some time Mm-mm. if school was still in session. So that's right. Yeah, I would need to look that up, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. You know, when, cause, so when you do talk about year-round, um, Randy was saying last night, DJ Williams was talking about particularly playing for Petrino, uh, the demands of practice and all that. and Because uh, somebody had emailed, texted and said, well, gee, if they're making all this money, what if they have to pay for their own scholarship? I don't think so. If you're going year-round practicing and you don't even get to go home but maybe a week, at the end of the academic year, I think whatever you earn is earned, don't you think? Yeah, okay, sorry. I wasn't 100% paying attention. I was looking up the last okay. day of classes. So. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, no, I'm glad July you did. July 21st looks that. like, yeah, it looks July. like July 21st is the last day of classes. So. Of the second uh, well, semester? Well, no, let's see. No, would, okay, I, so there's all these no, different still, sessions now. No, they're, they're still going because I've driven by the pit, what yeah. they used to call the pit, well, and there's still a lot of cars parked there. So there's a lot of different options they could have been involved in. They could have been, you know, there's different ways to do it. Like you can have classes in the summer that are every single day or spread out a little bit more. So there are different sessions. One ends on August 5th. That's summer 5W2 session. Uh, summer 8W, so five weeks, two. I don't know what that means, five weeks, two. And then summer eight-week session is July 21st is the last day of classes for that. So they could have, you know, all, like, by design, you know, gone in this on the 21st. Um, summer eight-week session and yeah. finished on the 21st okay. versus yeah. August 5th. Uh, yeah, there's two different – there's a 10-week session that ends August 5th, a five-week two session. I guess – you know what I bet that is? I bet it's two days of class. I bet that's two days of class. For, in, for two days? Two days – Two days in one day, like a, a longer, maybe a oh, longer. okay, I see. Yeah, a longer, yeah. two days worth of classes in a single right. day or something like that versus yeah. going a 10-week session. Um, yeah, I bet that's what it is. So a lot of them in August 4th, and then there's this one that ends on July 21st. And if you're a football player, that's probably the ones uh, that you're involved in, if, if possible. Because yeah. I do hope. believe they, they give them a week off. Um right before things get yeah, started. Yeah, because otherwise you're reporting the day your school finishes. 
<laughs> yeah. How exciting is yeah. that, right? Hey, I'm here. Great. <laughs> I never left. I'm still here. All right. Uh, let's do this, gentlemen. Jones back in the shotgun. The line of scrimmage, the 31-yard line of LSU. There's the snap. Jones looking. Jones now throwing to the end zone, and it is complete! A yeah! touchdown! <laughs> touchdown! Oh, my! I can't believe it! DeCorey 31 Birmingham. yards to DeCorey Birmingham in the back of the end zone, and this game is tied at 2020. You know, you know the thing that – go ahead, Randy. Well, no, I was going to say gonna... it, it's interesting – that this one was just as dramatic, but we rarely hear about it. Casey Dick in the shotgun, gets the snap, wants to throw deep down the right sideline for Crawford. Touchdown, Arkansas! (laughs) Touchdown, Arkansas! London Crawford with the reception, and the Razorbacks have tied the game. That rarely gets yeah, talked about. That was two years. Se- it was later, the right? sequel, Miracle, yeah. Miracle of Markham Two. Yeah. But that one wasn't for as big a no. It was as for big a five prize. and seven season. Yeah. Right. It did yeah. springboard them, I think, yeah. into that next season of, uh, uh, you know, having seven wins and and really right. you know taking things up to the next level the following years. But the thing that stands out about the first Miracle on Markham game, we were I was sitting with uh, my friends the Joneses. Not Matt Jones's family, another group of Joneses that are diehard Razorback fans, and they had seats like I want to say it's like I don't know four or five rows up, okay, and pretty close to over about the 50-yard line. And when that play happened, I remember all the way down, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm turned to the right, and you know people start leaning over the rail to see, I guess if he caught it, you know, because uh, he caught it over in the you know in in that corner of the end zone. And I just remember, you know, the first person leans over, and so the second person behind them can't see, so they lean over, and the next person leans over, and it's just this, it's just this wave of people right down the railing leaning over, you know, for 50 yards. <laughs> so I thought that was that always sticks out in my head. And then, of course, looking down at Mike Jones crying, and um, you know, it was it was, a, it was an emotional moment for a lot of Razorback fans, and that was mm. that's one reason that one sticks, I think, to a lot of people. What I remember is the, I mean, what word can I use? The explosion almost of reporters who normally are so stoic that you can't Mm -hmm. tell really whether it was a great play or a bad play or otherwise. But everybody jumped up uh, in the press box and was screaming and shouting. Of course, you can hear. On that initial play-by-play I played um, a second ago, that's Chuck Barrett that's in the background. Yeah, yeah. He's on both uh, those calls. So a lot of people don't know probably that in the press box there's no cheering or rooting for other teams. No. There's not supposed to be. Um, it's and it's definitely frowned upon when someone does. Uh, so you you know you, you I don't know how I, like you do it, but you just do it. You know that you're supposed to do it. But uh, we're all human too, and there's just no when there's a huge play made. I don't, you know maybe it's not cheering, but it's a reaction, no doubt about it. That like something incredible just happened, and uh, I wasn't in the press box in those days. That was what was the miracle on Markham? Was that oh oh three oh three? Okay, so I. Oh, I started. I started with rivals uh, in May of 
03, I want to say. So I may have just been getting started. Yeah. There was a few years where I had to battle. They wouldn't let internet, people that had internet sites into the press box. I was the, the first really? person. Yeah, I was the first person that was I was going then, Trey. You can't blame me for that one, okay? <laughs> I did not know that, Trey. Yeah, I was the first person that was Internet only uh, that was allowed in the press box. They actually changed the rule after I think maybe it took three years, the third year of, of petitioning. Wow. Uh, and then I th- at that point, I was going to all the practices. I was doing everything except for – on game days, I wasn't allowed because it was it was written in. Um, so, but eventually, Kevin Trainer, I think, saw the need to reform that and and change that. But sometimes I wonder, like, because everybody's a website now, I wonder if anybody yeah. ever thinks about that. Yeah. You know, just kind of the the struggles that I went through early on, just the per- the perception of of internet writers, and and now everyone is an internet internet writer, even if you're a newspaper writer. I that I did not know that. That's the, wow. Mm-hmm. That's impressing. Um, switching gears for a moment. Some people might call me a trailblazer, Randy. I don't know. I didn't say that. Yeah. People say, people say that. Yeah. That, no, I, I'm, I'm very impressed. You are a trailblazer. Um, Danny had an updated list of the summer cookout uh, that's coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I really don't see a whole lot of changes that's on the list, but nevertheless, I mean, there's a there's a couple of guys on here that I got to believe. Uh, what what about uh, T.J. Metcalf? He committed what about two weeks ago? Yeah, it wasn't long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's good to see him on this list. Of course, the one that yeah. you want to check first and foremost is Malachi Singleton. You want to make sure mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be there. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of commitments on this list. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, like you're always recruiting these guys, but, man, to get them all together, you know, they, some of these guys haven't met each other. You know, they they all they have text threads and group threads and all that stuff, but uh, a lot of these guys haven't met each other in person. So, I mean, you've got Jalen Braxton, Malachi Singleton, um, Stephen Johnson, Jaden Ham, Quincy Rose, T.J. Metcalf, Alex Sanford, Paris Patterson, Dylan Haz, Luke Haz, Michael Tease, Joey Sua, Caleb James, um, Let's see. I think that's all the uh, Dallas Young might be coming and Davion Dozier might be coming. But those are all guys that are committed to Arkansas. I would say that makes up 80% of the list, guys that are already committed right now. Wow. All right. Is Danny expecting any commitments to come out of this weekend? I mean, I realize with that number you mentioned, that just leaves 20% uncommitted. Are you, is he expecting any commitments this week to come out this weekend? Not any that he's that, that he's noted to me. I mean, there are some other guys up there, you know, like um, Michael Hawkins, who's a 2024 quarterback out of Allen, uh, dual threat guy. Um, you know, there are some guys that are obviously not committed. Uh, Devon Mitchell is a 2025 tight end, also out of Allen, Texas. So there's there's some guys on this list that you know. I guess you'd never say never, but I, he has, Danny hasn't indicated to me that somebody should be on commitment watch. He hasn't put, um, what is it y'all, y'all do, the um, when you make your prediction? Oh, the crystal ball? No, crystal I don't ball. Believe he has, yeah. I don't believe he has any crystal ball picks, yeah. these guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, that, that makes me feel better so that I, I do know that there's no more. 
crystal ball predictions out there. Mm-hmm. By the way, who is leading in that uh, so-called competition? Crystal, crystal ball? ball? Comp- yeah. Well, Steve Wiltfong probably. He's He does the most of them. Um, now, Danny does a really good job because he, he, a lot of his will be far, real far out when he makes the prediction. Wiltfong is more like um, – you know, usually a few days out from a, a decision uh, in a lot of cases. And uh, there's a kind of a saying around the network, you get fonged. That's when Steve Wiltfong makes his prediction. Uh, if it's a fong, then, you know, he's like like 97% accuracy. But he usually makes his when he's really sure that that's what's about to happen. That's not much of a gamble, is it? No, but they're different. They're different approaches you know Danny likes to do his a little farther out usually um, and I think also you know for a local guy you don't want to you want to make sure you don't you know spoil the commitment if Danny makes a, a crystal ball pick when a guy's you know about to announce and you know probably a lot of people are like well <laughs> you know we know where he's going mm-hmm. um, you know versus a national guy kind of a little bit different sentiment I guess but um, you know Wolfong usually makes his pretty close though when is the next Reevaluation or re-ranking is that is that now into the fall, Trey? No, they usually they usually go now. It's it's wide open for you know everybody outside of like the um, you know the top two four seven and stuff like that. They will you know they're it's like ever moving, I guess. You know when they could uh, assign a ranking to to someone, um, but when they come out with like their ranking list, those are usually. I believe every about every month or so. So I don't think it, it's going to be, you know, it'll be August, obviously, but I think it's um, there's a certain Monday. I can't remember if it's like the third Monday of the month or, or what it is, but something like that when they when they start doing re-releases. I am repositioning. That's what I'm doing. So I apologize. <laughs> trying to get You're back repositioning? to well, I'm trying to get back to where um, I was. I was originally a moment ago. So uh, before I played that sound, that Arkansas sound that uh, we had in there, it's interesting as I go through here. Uh, there's so many things that you tend to have forgotten about. Um, oh gosh, let's see this page. Uh, Texas, Arkansas versus Texas, Hatcher, touchdown. Uh, there's Sterner DeLucas, the famous uh, Sterner DeLucas call. Oh, let's hear that one. You got it queued up? Yep, right there. Lucas and Smith, who made that great catch, split wide to the left. Cobbs your tailback. Coydra steps off the line of scrimmage. Second and eight, Arkansas at the Tennessee 23-yard line. Coydra's in motion. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my, Lucas goes up, makes the catch, and the Hogs take the lead in this ball game, 27-24, 23 yards, and the Razorbacks have the lead. I love this particular, one. I love this particular highlight. Tavares Jackson has come on for the second time, big hole. At the 30, 35 to 40, 45 midfield. At the Auburn, 40, 
Talley at the 30, the 20, Talley at the 10, Talley, touchdown Arkansas! Oh my, what a great run of 80 yards for Talley! And the Hogs regain the lead with 134 left. To- Who was that against? Auburn. Talley against Auburn, yeah. You know, 80 yards. Yeah. Right every once in a while still, half. every once in a while still, if you look at an Auburn message board, you might come across uh, a, a post with a headline, Fred Talley just ran by my house. <laughs> 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 Even to this day. I mean, that hole opened up and Fred was gone. Uh, this one, I'm not sure who it is against. This is Cedric Hobbs with a 38-yard touchdown run back on, oh, what's my birthday? September the 7th of 2002. Texas. Draw play, Cobbs, 35, the 30, 20, the 15, the 10, 5, touchdown, Arkansas! Great play, and Cobbs goes 38 yards with a pigskin to make it 20 to nothing with 8.36 left in the half. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. That's TreyMediaHogSports.com being brought to you by Asher record service company drive time sports will continue in a moment